What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Blinking Nintendo Gaming Podcast. My name is VJ, and on today's episode, kind of a different impromptu episode, we're going to talk about some big news in gaming that happened a couple days ago, and I want to discuss that because it definitely ties into last week's episode of Game Pass. And so what we're going to talk about today is Sony's announcement of the new PlayStation Plus thing they got going on that's supposed to be the game pass competitor they announced that this past tuesday and you know we would heard rumors for months about that coming out obviously game pass is kicking ass taking names right now games like forza horizon 5 uh halo infinite i mean people yeah they're seeing massive download numbers because of game pass and i i love it obviously as i mentioned last week and so we knew sony was going to try to compete with that we just didn't know when, and they finally announced on Tuesday that in June they're going to rebrand, restructure their PlayStation Plus line, and and you know try to compete with Game Pass. So let's go over the three different tiers that they announced that are going to be available in June. The first one's going to be the Essential tier uh, for ten dollars nine ninety nine, uh, and it's pretty much PlayStation Plus like before. You get online play, you get your two free games a month, you get your cloud saves basic standard $10 for online play that same thing as Xbox Live then we move to the the extra tier which is $15 or $14.99 you get everything from the essential tier but you also get around 400 PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games to download or stream the last tier is going to be the premium tier that's $18.17.99 to be specific and you get everything from the essential and the extra tier plus you get up to 340 PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PSP games that are available for download and stream, except for PS3, which is only available for streaming. We'll get into that later. So that's it. There you go. You get those three different tiers. And my kind of initial thoughts on that, I, I, I like it. I don't think the price is bad. That's the first thing I saw was the price. People were not happy about that. They thought it was a little expensive. And, and my whole thing is, listen, especially as a collector, how much it costs for physical versions of these games, a lot of these games are going to be on there, most likely. It's going to be crazy. The value you're going to get off of this compared to buying the games physically is, I mean, they could charge 30, 40, 50 bucks a month, honestly, if they wanted to, and that still would be a deal. So I think people just wanted to kind of complain and complain, but the price for me is no problem given all you're gonna get yeah we don't know the games we have an idea because you know there's all these stuff that's on PlayStation now so you can assume a lot of that stuff's gonna get moved over to this new PlayStation Plus thing but think about it like this and I, as much as I like Microsoft and, and Game Pass and they do they are they're acquiring different developers and studios and they're building their portfolio still when it, when you break it down you know, to the to the bare core what is Xbox and to me it's always Forza Halo, Gears of War. Their catalog just isn't as robust as PlayStation's is, especially PlayStation's first party stuff. And so I think for me, what I immediately thought was the catalog that's going to be on this new PlayStation Plus, there's no way it can't be better than Xbox just because PlayStation has been around longer. I think they've had, they just have better games, they have better um, exclusive series. Overall, the catalog, I believe is going to be much, much, much stronger on the PlayStation side compared to the Xbox side. Again, that's just my opinion. I am more of a PlayStation guy. I like more of their franchises better. 
I'm bigger into the into Japanese games, and so you're gonna see a lot of that kind of stuff on there that you just don't see on Game Pass. So I'm very excited about that. And I know another thing I saw online, especially was people talking about the PS3 only being available for streaming. I know it sucks. Trust me, it sucks. Damn you, cell processor. Damn you. I understand Sony does not want to put the money into having some sort of emulation from PS3. They just don't want to do it. It's going to cost them too much money. You know, they made a complicated processor. I'm sorry. The cell processor was very complicated to replicate. And because of that, it's just, it's hard to emulate those games. And so, you know, I just think you're never going to see, unless my Sony wants to put the money towards it, which it looks like they don't want to, you're not going to see any sort of, you know, download available option for PS3 games along the board through the future of Sony products. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Probably another reason why PS3 games are going to start going up in price because people are going to realize, hey, the only way to actually like really play those off hardware is going to be off of the actual PlayStation 3 console and the disc. So look out for that. So another thing people were talking about, and Sony announced this, that they're not going to be releasing first-party games day one on that streaming service or that platform as compared to Game Pass, in which every single like big title first party Microsoft game is on Game Pass day one. Again, talk about Forza, talk about Halo. Those are big, big time games that you're getting day one off Game Pass. But again, for me, I understand why Sony's doing this because I think they see the strength of their catalog is so strong. They don't really need to put first party games on their day one. I mean, again, let's go through this one more time. There's going to be over 700 different PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and PSP games on there. And I I don't think they're going to put the shit on there. I think they're going to put, you know, AAA games, games people know that they know people are going to want to play. So I think they believe, hey, our catalog is going to be so strong. We don't need to entice you by saying we'll put our games on there day one, like first party. So I understand that. I get that. They're, it, it, listen, they don't have to copy Microsoft. They're trying to do it, do it their own way. We'll see if it works. We'll see what happens. So let's go on to another thing. No PS Vita stuff. It's a big bummer. It's a big bummer. I know they included every console but PS Vita, which I understand. I get it. It makes sense to me. Yeah, there's a, a, a nice amount of Vita games that don't take advantage of the touchscreen, that don't take advantage of the rear touchpad. I get that. But there are a decent amount of games that do. And I get it. They could just put the games on there that don't require to use the back, the rear touchpad or whatever or the touchscreen. You got to think about the PlayStation TV. That was pretty much a Vita that you could hook up to the television. Same thing. Their game, the games that had that used the rear touchpad or the touchscreen, you couldn't use on the PlayStation TV. And I just don't, I just don't think Sony, you know, I think they just, they, they don't care about the Vita and it's their biggest failure. It's their biggest mistake and they don't want to bring it back up. I'm not sure why if they could see on social media in the past couple of years, people love the Vita. They're giving it its roses, its flowers, it's just desserts. Yes, we didn't do that while it was available. We didn't do that while it was, at, you know, here at its prime, but you know, in hindsight, we realized how great it really was. And so I think Sony, 
I believe they're missing the boat on not putting Vita games on there. I, I get it. Maybe it's because of the controls. Maybe because they just don't care about it anymore. But I really, really think, especially given how expensive Vita games cost physically, they can definitely entice some people who probably wouldn't pay for the service to go ahead and join just for Vita stuff alone. So I think Sony, rethink that for sure. I don't, you know, rethink that. I want that. A lot of people want that. And I also think that what's going to make this PlayStation Plus so popular is I think in Japan, it's going to be a big deal. You know, I did an episode on importing and talked about that in Japan. They do believe in a more minimalist culture. They don't like to have a lot of clutter. They don't like to have a lot of mess. And that's why you don't really see as many huge big-time collectors over there just because it's not really part of their lifestyle, you know? But I think this, because Sony is so big over there, PlayStation is so big over there, this is a great way for them, again, to reduce clutter. You have over 700 games spanning pretty much every Sony console other than the Vita. You know, the only challenge I can see, and I'm not sure... The you know landscape of Japan. I'm not from there, but I did hear. I knew some things back in the day that we thought that yes, they have a lot of technology technology that comes out of Japan, a lot of big time tech, and a lot of the main cities are very you know modern that way. But when you look at like rural Japan, it's not even like rural you know Georgia or rural South Carolina or whatever, where you can still get service, you can still get Wi-Fi, you can still get all that fiber. In rural Japan, the internet is not good at all. So I'm not sure if that's changed in recent times. But if it has, well, then I definitely see PlayStation Plus being a big, huge, huge thing in Japan. So overall, my opinion on this service, I do think it was overdue. I think I should have released this about a year ago. But, you know, better late than never. I'm highly interested. You know, I'm a huge PlayStation collector. I do have a nice collection spanning PS2, 3, 4, Vita, PSP. So I love PlayStation. And it's a good way to reduce, you know, the pandemic has really, really killed collecting for me. And so I think moving to these digital platforms is something that I'm opening my eyes to because I don't want to, I don't want to collect anymore. Not only can I not afford it, I, I'm just not interested in it anymore. It's not something I want to do. and I, But I still want to play some great games that, you know, at one point I did want to own physically. And, you know, p- things like PlayStation Plus, things like Game Pass are great ways to do that. But outside of that, you know, I always think about the inner kid in me and how it was so hard to get new games back in the day. You know, we had a GameCube growing up. And we had all the greatest GameCube games you could think of that now go for crazy amounts of money. And we were selling them back to GameStop for pennies on the dollar to get credits just to buy further new games because our parents wouldn't buy it for us. And so I think about, you know, what if I had Game Pass or PlayStation Plus when I was a kid? I think my parents would no doubt pay for it. I mean, they wouldn't even think twice. I mean, this... Parents would obviously go for this. Okay, I'd rather spend 15 bucks or 18 bucks or whatever a month than, you know, think about buying a new game, 60, 70 bucks. You might as well get your kids these services. So I like that in that aspect. And I just think, you know, overall, this is where we're headed. This is the future of gaming. And so, you know, I think 
we're going to see, almost like Netflix, these prices that you see here are going to go up because they're going to realize the value is crazy. I mean, the value is crazy if you think about it. So those are my thoughts, my impromptu thoughts about this thing. I'm definitely going to check it out day one. I'm highly interested in this. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully you guys are interested in this service too. And who knows, maybe, you know, maybe they will add me to stuff. Maybe who knows what's going to happen down the line. But as far as I see it, gaming is a really, really interesting place. And hey, let's, let's look forward to the future of that. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Blinking Nintendo Gaming Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on to get the latest episodes. Check out our website at BlinkingNintendo.Buzzsprout.com. Also follow us on Instagram at BlinkingNintendo and follow us on Twitter at BlinkingNintendo using the number 10. Thanks again. Y'all are the best. Have a great day. Peace and love. Stay tuned. Till next time.